0: Okay, um, we have David Mulroney here online. Uh, he works with a charity called uh, Building for Children. Um, so, David, what you do all types of work. What what work have you been doing in, in, the, in the last number of years or also the history of, of the, the project? Okay, Damien,
1: thanks for having me on. Um, originally, we were set up as a group um, that were doing projects a local uh, a, sorry a group of of local volunteers here from around the local area Newbridge, Baligar, um, uh, Roscommon and, and Mount Belieu all, all the local area around here and we were set up as a group of volunteers that uh, initially we were doing uh, projects out in Belarus uh, in orphanages there that were affected from the Chernobyl um, uh, disaster so for a number of years, we were going there, uh, refurbishing uh, orphanages that were in very bad repair in that, and uh, in trying to enhance the, the lives of uh, the children a bit better there. And um, a number of years ago, back in 2019, then we were approached by um, a Patrick and a Mary Clark who um, asked us, would we be interested in doing a project in Ethiopia? Uh, they had been doing some volunteer work in Ethiopia uh, They actually lived there for a couple of years. And uh, they asked us would we be uh, on for going out there and having a look at at the conditions out there of a blind school. Um, So back then, uh, myself and Paul Conlon, who's an upman from Montpellier, um, we travelled out with Patrick and Mary in May of 2019 uh, to have a look at at the conditions there in the blind school in Sabetta which is uh, about 40 kilometers outside of Addis Ababa. And uh, so what we found there was, was terrible conditions, much, much worse than what we'd ever seen in, in Belarus. And So when we came back, it was decided that we, we would try and take on a project there. And um, because we were, we were now moving on from, from uh, doing work in, in Belarus, we, we changed our name of the group from, uh, from Friends of, of Belarus to Building for Children. Uh, so that that's what we're called now, and um, uh, that's the work we we're starting to do. So, um, in 2019, as I said, uh, we went in May of 2019 to, to, to suffer, survey what was there. Um, Sabeta Blind School um, uh, is a school and home to children of, 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 of from all over Ethiopia. Uh, there's about 300 children in the school altogether and uh, there's dormitories also in the school uh, for some of the children. But we found that um, in 2019, when we were there, that there was a group of children that, uh, when they came to the age of between 13 and, and 17, um, uh, when they g- reached grade grade three, um, they had to move out of, of the, the dormitories in the school and try and find themselves accommodation in the town. They were given a grant of $13 a month to do this and um the children um uh, through an interpreter we we interviewed them and we found that uh, out that you know there was four of them living in a in a room together which uh they didn't have any access to any uh, toilet facilities or washing facilities so they used to have to come back to the school every day uh wash their clothes at the school um uh wash themselves uh, they would get one meal a day at the school and that's all they would get but also we found out that some of the children were actually afraid in their accommodation and some of them were actually being abused. So when we came back, we we decided that, look, at, this is something we have to try and sort as quickly as possible. There was uh, there was 26 girls all together in, in, in this group that, that we wanted to really help uh, as fast as we could. So um while we were there um, I drew up a plan basically of, of, of a new dormitory and we had a meeting with the director of the of the blind school um he he said that we could we could put up a building if if, if we could fund it so we um, I, I drew a plan of a of a building um, that we could that we were allowed to put up on the grounds of the of the blind school in the compound um, so we paid for the uh, local people then to do the foundations, the block work, and the roof. And then, uh, when we when this was done, um, our own group uh, went over then in, in November of 2019. Um, we did the internal timber work, the ceilings, the plumbing, the electrical, the tiling, plastering, the uh, footpaths, septic tank, um, all the painting, pot beds. Um, mattresses and stuff, and um, and basically got it finished within the two weeks we were there. Um, so it was a big success. Um, Irish ambassador actually opened the, the the building for us. Wow! And um, and the, the children moved in straight away. So uh, it was great that we we got them uh, into safety uh, uh, that quickly. Yeah. Uh, so that was opened in two thousand and nineteen. Um, it was our intention then to go back in. 2020 and do some work on, on some of the dormitories out there uh, that that are in existence there uh, in terrible conditions but of course with COVID we couldn't do that um, so then um, of this late, earlier on this year myself and Porik actually took a trip out there again to, to, to see what conditions had, had, had uh, were like there now and whether things had changed or anything um, we found that the the uh, dormitory that we put up um was actually housing uh, 32 children now instead of the 26 that it was originally built for Uh, so at least it was being utilized anyway and um uh, still in good good shape and that and we um we took a look at the the other dormitories in the school the six other dormitories in in the grounds of the compound um 40 children in each of these dormitories and um the conditions in the dormitories are absolutely appalling. Uh, right. You you have no working sanitation at all. Um, there is there is toilets toilets there, but they're they're not working half of them. And and uh, you have raw sewage that's that's flowing from from these toilets back into the the bedrooms where they're trying to sleep. And um, the stench in the place is is, is really really bad. Um, most of the beds don't have any mattresses. Some of them are sleeping on the floor. Uh, just the conditions are, are terrible. And, and bear in mind that, that these children are blind as, as, yeah. uh, as well. though, you know, so makes it, it, makes it's sense. really yeah. terrible condition Yeah. Um, so yeah. that was um, uh, that's what our project is going to be about right. this year. Uh, well, in sorry, in January of, of 2023, the 8th of January. A group of us are, are heading out there again to try and refurbish two of the existing dormitories that are there so we're going to be putting in new bathrooms, new showers, new toilets, new sinks, uh, uh, new doors um, uh, fitted furniture in them uh, we're gonna paint the walls um, and you know buy new beds and mattresses and uh, really get it up to scratch again like so so that these children will have somewhere proper to, to live in like you know because at the end of the day this is their home. Yeah, um, as I said uh, some of these children are from some of them are from maybe 8 to 1000 miles away from Sabetta Lake so they yeah. don't get to go home. Yeah. Uh, the range in age between 5 and, and kind of uh, 18 and um, uh, really they're they really need help, like. No. So, um, uh, what is the uh, um, very good project?
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, just on the volunteer um, side of things, then I, it's probably not that. Uh, do volunteers come handy, or how does that? How does that? Uh, so, a lot of tradesmen that's that's involved in yeah, it. How, still, how? There,
1: there is a number of trades people, but there's there's also others that come with us to help. You know, um, uh, people that can do. You know, most people can do a bit of painting or. Or um wheelbarrowing of of uh concrete and stuff like that right. like so there's, there is okay we have plumbers and electricians and carpenters um tilers and and that common but there is all other people we've got civil servants and that like they don't actually have a trade but they're 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 handy enough with their hands and they they can they can help out as well right. um so the tradespeople from from all over um um uh, the area here and and volunteers from all over the area i mean uh, we we have somebody uh, with Mike Conway. He comes with us there. He's in the civil service in Dublin. Uh, he actually comes as our cook. Um, he keeps us uh, keeps us fed and watered keeps while we're over very there. Very important. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, hopefully this year we'll be we'll be uh, having a little bit better accommodations than what we did the last time. Right, right. We had a lot of furry friends with us um, where <laughs> we were sleeping the last time. Okay, night.
0: okay. Everyone come back safe and sound.
1: Everyone came back safe and sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: That's good. Deep. That's good. And um, yeah, so the difficulties that that's over there. The, uh, you know, what are they put down to? Is it uh, the economy is poor? Is it that just um, the uh, the country is not developed? Is it the uh, infrastructure is, or is it population, or what? Like, what, what are the main factors?
1: It's really a combination of all those things. Um, I mean. Back, we'll say, in, in, in 2019, when we were there, the population of the country was 110 million. Now, back when Bob Geldof was doing his live aid back in the 80s for Ethiopia, and that the population of the country was 40 million at the time. So there's a huge population. Uh, they don't have any huge natural resources. Oh, yeah. uh, so, so there's poverty all around the place. Like, you yeah. know, it's, it's, uh, nobody, nobody has, has much over there. Um, he, you know, the town of Sabeta, like, is, is about 40 kilometers away from Addis Ababa. Addis Ababa yeah. And um, when you go outside, it, it's kind of a, a mad place. Like, there is, you know, horses on the middle of the road. There is minibuses flying around with 20 people hanging out of them, tuk-tuks. And, mm. you know, it's a very busy place. And um, actually, you, you wonder how um, the blind people going to the school can actually navigate the streets there because it's so busy. Yeah. And, you know, there's no proper footpath. There's, um, you know, you, you walk along the side of the road and, and next thing there could be a 10-foot a drop down into a, an open sewer.
0: Yeah.
1: It's uh, it's it's really it's a, a very impoverished place, like, yeah. you know.
0: Yeah. Um, Mount Kilimanjaro is there in Ethiopia. Am I right in saying that?
1: I don't know
0: about that. Yeah, I think I think it possibly could be. Um I'm just trying to think of other facts with Ethiopia. Um,
1: yeah. e- Ethiopia probably their 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 biggest um exports would be coffee and and actually flowers. Um, um, that's kind of their, their biggest exports, but uh, right. y- you just wonder, like, um, when you talk to the local people, like how they actually can make a living at all over there. Yeah. Um, yeah. uh, you know, on the streets of even Addis Ababa, like, um, the poverty there is unreal too. Um, you'll, you'll be in a taxi or something and, and, uh, you'll have lots of people coming up begging. Um, you will see, you know, um, uh, women sleeping on the street with maybe three or four kids with them like you know yeah. and it's not that you see one in one particular spot you'll see them all over the place over, yeah, um yeah. so it's it's uh, it's a very poverty-stricken poverty country, stricken country and yeah. um uh, we just don't know how how lucky we how are over here in this are, country. yeah
0: yeah yeah and um you know fair play to you for for getting together and doing something proactive and positive about it um you know it, it takes a certain type of person and people to do that so uh, so p- fair play and um um long may it last you know uh, you're setting down a legacy there for yourselves uh i suppose on to the next point now is you do a number of fundraisers and there's one coming up on friday that we're hoping everyone in in roscommon and east Galway will get behind
1: yeah that's right um, we have uh We've a local quiz in in Fallon's Bar in, in Ballygar um on at eight thirty on this Friday the ninth. Um, it's um, Michael Nolan, uh, um, a retired teacher. He's he's going to be our quiz master for the evening. Like right? so, hopefully that'll be um, an enjoyable quiz, and and hopefully it'll raise a few pounds for us as well. Um, these projects that we do, they cost quite a lot. Like um, I mean, the building that we put up in in um, in uh, 2019, probably cost about 75,000, uh, which was an awful lot of money to raise in one year. Um, the project this year will probably be costing in the region of 40,000, and um, so that's a lot of money to try and raise. Like uh, so, we've had various events throughout the year. We've had barbecues, we've had car washes, we've had um, we've got another uh, another thing coming up now next. Um, Sunday week um, in from Hughes's in Banlamore Bridge at 10 o'clock uh, there's a tractor run um, and there's an auction after the, after that as well so um, yeah these are all events that we we have to have to, to try and and, um, and get the funds to do the work that we're doing now one of the, the big selling points about our group is the fact that nobody is getting paid in our group like uh, we're, we're all volunteers we all give our time for free Um and every penny that we raise goes directly to buying materials for the jobs that we're doing. Uh, so this is a very important point. Like, you know, a lot yeah. of other charities don't do that. As um, every penny that is collected is, is going towards the actual project. Like, you know. Yeah, I know what you um, mean. So, um, yeah, hopefully people can come out on, on Friday night and support us in Fallon's yeah. Bar. Yeah, and... Uh, to the table quiz.
0: Yeah, and... Um so what time does that start? Eight o'clock is it? Or
1: is it's it eight thirty. starting in, in uh, Fallon's Bar in, in Fallon's Bar, in, in Gair on, Okay. On this Friday night. The night.
0: Yeah, and um, I suppose the table quizzes are you know they're a good social gathering and uh, you know years gone by there were the there were the whole you know I remember Marty Healy, God bless him, uh, from down our side. He had table quizzes all the time, and there were they were the um, you know they were the major thing. Uh, And uh, it's a great night out. A table quiz is a great night out, and a a great night to meet people. And I think you don't have to come as a team. You know, even if you want to go as an individual, you can go as an individual. You know,
1: that's it. Yeah, you can always make up a team. Team there. Teams. Teams are four, and it's it's only ten euros uh, per head. Like so, um, you know, if, if somebody wants to come and join us. You know, surely you know there'll there'll be another few people to to join in with you to make up a team like so. Definitely, it's, it's not that hard. But and and you're right in saying yes. Uh, Gar was always a great area for for quizzes with uh, with uh, Marty. Uh, God rest him. Um, uh, he held one there for years for the, uh, in aid of the uh, community games, and um, that was a huge success over the years. Like so, um, um, he raised raised some money in that over the years. Ah, uh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, OK, David, also um, for the project that you are working for, where would people find information uh, about it?
1: OK, we probably the best, uh, at, at the moment, we'll say, we do have a, a Building for Children Facebook page, um, um, but probably the, the best way of finding out about what we're doing in Sebeta, in the blind school there, is, is on Sebeta uh, Blind School Facebook page. That's S E B.
0: ETA um, uh, blind school Facebook page OK yeah
1: yeah that's OK sorry no I've yeah, in phone's the phone, that's fine me. that's
0: fine it just shows you're a busy man yeah
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, so Sabetta Facebook page that's the best place to... Yeah,
1: better um, Blind School Facebook blind, page, yeah, yeah okay. probably, probably more information on that one than there is on the Building for Children one. Okay. Um, I, I don't have access to the to the one on, on Building for Children so I'm probably a bit slow putting, putting stuff up on that. You will get some information on it but uh, probably more on Sabetta Blind School.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, David, I want to thank you for taking your time um, out to speak to me. I really appreciate it as our listeners do. Um, it's really important charity that you're doing work for and all the people that are doing work for it as well not just yourself um, so thanks for that and yeah, sure um,
1: just one one thing I'd like to say is I I'd, like I'd like to thank everyone that has supported us in the past like, because without without uh, it, it's not just the volunteers that go out there it's the, the people who, who get involved and, and put their hands in, in their into their pockets and give money to these things like um, they're all part of the the, the project. They're all part, a uh, uh, integral part of of it, like you know. And without without donations, you know, this work wouldn't be done. So um, uh, a big thank you to everyone that, that supported us in the past and and in the future.
0: Okay, thank you, Davis. Okay,
1: okay. Th- thanks, Damien, for having me on. But no problem.
0: Bye, bye, bye.